Hey friends, welcome to Boca, a podcast exploring the ever-blurring lines between the personal and business lives of professional photographers. This is your host, Nathan Holritz, and I'm bringing you a special episode of the Boca podcast today called Workflow Wednesday. During these special edition episodes, myself and my co-hosts will focus on helping you develop more efficient daily and weekly workflows around post-production, communication, task and project management, time management, file and image management, and yes, the list does go on. We're going to save you an incredible amount of time in your work week, and we promise not to be too nerdy. This podcast is brought to you by Photographer's Edit, custom image editing for the wedding and portrait photographer. Visit photographersedit.com. And we are officially live here on Workflow Wednesday. Hello, Rich and Heather and Haley. Hello. No laughing aloud, Rich. We're not, this is a very, very serious conversation we're about to have about how to organize our computer. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. all seriousness, for those of you who are just chiming in or chiming in, listening in or watching for the first time, this is, as I said, a series that we're doing called Workflow Wednesday. We've been doing it for a little while now, two or three months. Uh, and very simply, we're focusing on how to create the most efficient work, day-to-day workflow as photography business owners as possible. It's a little bit of a nerdy topic, I realize, or at least it sounds like that. But of course, the reality is we all um, are, well, doing some type of workflow on a day-to-day basis. And so to that point, I figured it made sense to chat a little bit about it. Let's figure out how we can take that workflow, whatever it is that we're doing in our business on a day-to-day basis, and make those kind of minimize the the unimportant steps and make as efficient as possible uh, those steps that are left over. Today, we're specifically going to talk about how to organize our computer. And as ridiculous as this sounds, and Heather's smiling over there, I know she's particularly excited about this topic. Um, <laughs> as ridiculous as this sounds, and again, as nerdy as it might sound, I, I from being in the industry now for almost twenty years, I've seen some pretty. Uh, shall we say, interesting desktop scenarios here or laptop, uh, the contents of our desktop. And a lot of photographers, who knows how many at this point, have spoken to the fact that like they have a hard time finding files, finding this file or finding that file or maybe even opening an application for that matter. And these little things that seem not particularly important in the moment could actually ultimately take up a lot of our time. When you add it up over the span of you know, a month or a year, um, it eats up a lot of our time. And if what we're trying to do here is create as efficient a workflow as possible to have as much freedom and flexibility as possible, then something like how we organize our computer uh, actually does matter. So to that point, uh, and I'm curious, you guys have to be honest, what is on your desktop right the second? Uh, Rich, I'll start with you. <laughs> on, my, on my desktop? Yeah, uh, I can look at it right now. Boom. And by the way, we are talking about our digital desktop, our, our computer desktop. But yes, yeah, what is, what is there, Rich? Um, just not very much, not very much. All right, he's being honest. I'm being honest. I mean, like okay. I wish I could show you. Uh, so, um, like uh, a couple just, of documents, maybe a couple of image files. It, it's uh, yeah, basically there is um, there is a there's a document for photography equipment. I keep uh, updated photography equipment on there, but I should not have that on my desktop. It should be somewhere else. Well, it's in Dropbox too. It's, it's in but Dropbox for I'm easy not, access. I think 
Yeah. I don't know. And comment on that since, since we since we're talking about it. What what is what is this list for? Is it just like an inventory, basically? Yeah, as far as far insurance reasons. Um, oh, okay. So, uh, so yeah, yeah. So, we send an updated list every six months or so for our business insurance purposes. Wow. To okay. make sure that exactly what we have, including serial numbers, is up to date at all times. Anytime we buy or sell equipment, we update that list, and uh, we'll send that to insur- our insurance company. We're, we're organized that way. I, I'm honestly, I'm impressed. I mean, I like I oh, had thank you. <laughs> I had business insurance as a photographer. And in fact, I took advantage of it at least on two occasions where I had something stolen or damaged. And yeah. we used State Farm at the time, and they they were awesome uh, and replacing equipment. But that's who we use. Yeah. Okay. So it, for everybody listening out there, maybe State Farm is is the place to go to, to, to check out uh, business insurance, or at least for your equipment. But um, you said you update that list regularly just so that mm-hmm. you make sure that you're able to collect full value if something like yeah. that happens. Yes, um, but to be completely honest, uh, last time we did this, I found three copies in three different places, and so I had to, con- uh, col- I had to you know, condense. I had to like, okay, this is this is crazy. It needs to be in one place. And so, mm-hmm. so, uh, but I we, we got it all. We all we got it figured out. Yeah. We got it figured That's out. That's impressive. Okay, so you have a document like that. Any anything else exciting there on the desktop? No, just screenshots. I basically just uh, the, what I use my desktop for is temporary files, and so basically, uh, if I see uh, uh, when I take a screen screenshot of something on my computer. I might go to my desktop. And normally a screenshot is something I'm going to be sending to someone and I'm going to be deleting it soon afterwards. And so, mm-hmm. uh, and so, so normally I, I, uh, I have just a few couple, uh, like a temporary folder and screenshots. And, uh, but I, 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 I delete stuff off there on a pretty regular basis, but, um, but yeah, I was actually listening Actually, I was watching very similar to this, like uh, like like a, a video, editorial, uh, uh, educational video, and um, and he was popping things up on the screen so quickly. I started making screenshots of them, and so now I have have about six screenshots of just a video thing that I, educational video I, I watched, and now I have to do something with it. all that information. <laughs> I got a lot of really great information here. I just got to do yep. something with it. So so yes. I'm going to, I'm going to comment on this later, but I actually have, I'm assuming you guys use Dropbox too, but Dropbox, one of the things that Dropbox will do, at least on a Mac is automatically create a folder of screenshots. So anything you screenshot, it automatically puts that into a folder that's synchronized on Dropbox. It takes it off my desktop and puts it in that folder. And then I can access those screenshots anywhere. And literally to the point that I've been keeping screenshots for I don't know, probably a good couple of years now. I have old folders of screenshots. And yes, I, I re- realize it's ridiculous, but <laughs> like I can always go back to that stuff if I need to, because some of it's actually pretty important. Um, but that, yeah. that's just a little quick tip for those who, who do take screenshots. If it does land in your desktop, which I think is the default place, at least for a Mac, if you take advantage of that little feature built into Dropbox, it'll automatically pull those into a folder. Yeah, when you actually install Dropbox, it'll ask you if you want that that option, and you can actually click it. Into so I, I decided not to do that, go that route, simply because I, I don't want to clutter Dropbox. And I know that on on desktop, I will see it and I will do something about it. In Dropbox, it's kind of a little more hidden. Um, it's a little kind of it's kind of buried a little bit. Um, and if if it's buried and unseen then uh, things will start getting cluttered for me. So basically that's my personal reason to keep it on the desktop. Sure. Because again, yeah, again, again, like 95% of the time, the screenshots and stuff like that is a temporary thing. I'm going to email to someone, I'm going to use information and then delete it. Um, so, Fair so okay. yeah. So, so that's your, it sounds like you're, you're keeping that desktop pretty neat and tidy, Rich. Heather, how about you? What does your computer look like? Oh my Even better than Rich's. 
Oh my goodness. I what, win. What is this file right here? I don't even know what that file is. Uh, I literally have almost nothing on my desktop. Uh, I, I have a screenshot or two and that's about it. I have a video of uh, that I made for a friend, uh, some kind of a video file on there, but it's, yeah, I mean, very, very clean. We don't, we try, we both use, uh, we both use Mac and we both have a MacBook Pro laptop that we use. We don't mm-hmm. have any desktops. And the idea here is to keep uh, the least amount of, pertinent information, important information that does not exist on the computer itself, but exists online somewhere in the cloud, in Dropbox, things like that. So that if something happened to one of our computers, there's the financial loss that you got to deal with, but that's the only freak out. You know, there's no other set, there's no other source of stress. Nothing resides on the laptop, you know, of, you know, of any critical nature at all. So, you know, we actually have somebody listening in Holly, Holly Brown. Thanks for listening. Holly, Holly says, I love Dropbox. We love Dropbox. And say hi to Mackenzie as well. Mackenzie says uh, it's Rich Smith. Hi, Rich. So, Rich <laughs> Um, we're not going to see you tonight, but that's okay. All right. All right. Uh, I, yeah, we have. So Rich and Heather and Haley and myself are part of a, a local photography uh, a group, I, sh- I guess we just call it very simply. And yep. um, we're having our, our monthly get together tonight. And um, so hopefully we'll get to see a bunch of people there. But yes. uh, back to the conversation, Haley. Tell us what's on your desktop. What does it look like? Be honest with us. <laughs> so it depends. I have I have a desktop computer and then I have my laptop. And the laptop is much cleaner um, because I work on it more. And the, the desktop is a bunch of things I should probably really clean up. <laughs> but it's like if I'm going to make something in Photoshop on the desktop, I just put it on the desktop because I'm going to move it to my external hard drive eventually. But I never do. <laughs> like eventually, is that is that like eventually in a couple of months or eventually? No, in... no, no. Oh, it's okay, usually okay. like once a month I go in and clean it up. But okay, uh, yeah. But my my de- or my laptop has uh, a lot of screenshots. That's definitely one. Um, especially like screenshots of Facebook comments to send to you, or um, if I see an ad that gets my attention, I screenshot it and I'm like. Why did it grab my attention? Yeah, um, that's a good one. And then I also have, a, well, I have a couple of folders and they're copies. They're not the like original, my originals or other places, but um, it has like headshots of me, um, my logo brand identity, like pieces that I've been working on that if I needed them really quick for a website or if, if you needed it for a podcast, I could send it over really fast. Um, so just a lot of like things that I need really quickly. That, Easy access to. Yeah. So, and that's what you've got right there. Okay. Yeah. That, that makes sense. So I, to that point, actually, I'm curious, how do you guys normally search for files? And, and the reason I asked this, maybe this is a less relevant question than it, than it used to be, but I remember back in the day when the idea of spotlight on a Mac. Um, and, and for those of you who aren't familiar, Spotlight is, is a great search function built into our Mac. And it uh, looks like we're freezing up. Can everybody see me okay? Yeah. yeah. Haley's good. You're, yeah, yeah. You did freeze up a little bit. It's good. It's good. We're uh, back. Okay. I, I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I'm going to interrupt your. I, I feel like you got out of the question. I'm wanting to, I want to know what's going on. Oh, I did. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you're, you. you're like, 
don't look at me. <laughs> see anything. I want, I want to hear what our viewers, um, uh, I was on their desktop too, you know? Yeah, actually, that's a great point. So for those of you watching on Facebook Live, and, and I forgot to mention this at the very beginning, we're, this is going out on Facebook Live. If you go to facebook.com slash photogsedit, P-H-O-T-O-G-S-E-D-I-T, um, you can watch live there. And then, of course, the video will stay there on our Facebook page, the Photographer's Edit Facebook page. This will also go out on Boca, the Boca Podcast, B-O-K-E-H, uh, P-O-D-C-S-R-C-A-S-T. Let's see if I can spell there. Uh, Boca Podcast, and this will go out later this evening. But yeah, if you're watching live, definitely comment. Let us know what's on your desktop. I will comment. Literally, there is nothing on my desktop at this point. Um, and we I knew mean, that we knew the answer to that. We knew. <laughs> Surprise. Um, there's a, there's a pretty picture in the background. Thanks to, to Apple. Um, but yeah, that's literally it. And I'll explain how I'm able to do that here in just a little bit. So yeah, I didn't mean to skirt that, skirt yeah. that question. So, but what I was commenting on earlier is that, oh, it looks like we've got a comment. Okay. So Mackenzie says here, and I'll see if I can pop this up on the screen for everybody watching. Mackenzie says desktop has some apps, a few folders and random things I probably need to get rid of. My hard drive and SSD are way more clean. Interesting. So somehow the hard drive doesn't get used. The desktop is what gets used. That's that's pretty funny. Well, we're going to we're going to share some some of the ways that we have created a little bit more efficient workflow when it comes to how we organize our files here in just a little bit. But very, very quickly. Um, I'm curious how you search for those files currently. What I was mentioning earlier is that Mac has something called Spotlight built into it that very quickly enables us to be able to search for files. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Windows. What is Windows called? Does anybody know? It's been too long. Oh, my goodness. I, I try, uh, Actually, um, uh, my dad, who owns an engineering firm, uh, they had some problems with and their uh, with their network, and I used to be their network administrator. So actually, they actually called me. Come back in. I, we need some help. I went in and I tried to work on Windows 10, which I've never had before, and I was completely lost. I had no <laughs> idea what I was doing. I I, I, uh, I was able to thank goodness for Google. I was able to actually through Google figure out actually how to use Windows, but it just seems way more busy and convoluted. I, it was more complicated. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. I'm just. I guess if I was working in Windows, I would get used to it. But man, mm -hmm. um, Mac is just so much more streamlined to me. Well, I, I know that there is, um, so on, on the Mac, Spotlight is, the, the keyboard shortcut is just command space. Yes. And on Windows, it's that little Windows icon button that's there on, on the computer. And yeah. you can just pop, you can push that button and the search function, the search bar pops up and you can, you can type in, oh, Dave, Dave actually commented, Dave, thanks so much. He says it's just Windows search. So <laughs> he's um, like, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> That was very, very helpful. Um, but Windows search. So anyway, the reason I ask about this is because what I noticed, again, in, in watching photographers' behavior is that they'd have all these files kind of strewn all over the place. They don't know where to find them. Not only that, then going to find a file um, or a folder meant like double clicking on this folder and then double clicking on another folder and then double clicking on another folder. And it took them a long time to find a file or a folder. So to that yeah. point... Um, my original question, how do you all find your files and folders right now? Rich and Heather, we'll start with you. Uh, spotlight. Um, for, for the most part, for the most part, Spotlight. Uh, for like 99% of the time, I love Spotlight. It's so quick. Uh, I mean, like if I'm looking for a contact, um, like, a, like a, a contact number, like I just start you know, typing in their name and it's like pops up every, like everything. It's just, I'm like, if I'm opening up an application, everything, it's just right there on spotlight. Um, um, the, the doc 
on below, I know it does have like uh, on Mac, it, um, it has some applications, but I never use it because it's so much easier for me to do a command space, start typing just the, like the first two or three letters yeah. uh, of, mm-hmm. of the application I'm looking at. Boom, hit enter, done. It's starting to open. Um, it's so much uh, faster. I use the doc. Um, I put shortcuts to other folders like the, the my downloads folder, uh, my documents folder. Um, sure. I'll put that. I'll put that um, so I can go down there a little bit faster uh, to get to us to a little bit of some shortcuts to the folders. Um, that's why I use uh, you know mm-hmm. the doc for. But but Spotlight for most like ninety nine percent of the time. Spotlight. Yeah, and and to that point, I'll, I'll just uh, interject here. Brandon commented, "I use and I'll p- put this up on the screen." Haley, sorry, you're getting covered up there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brandon says, "I use Finder and store most of my business files in iCloud, so I can access files quickly on my iPhone and iPad. I do have folders of weddings and sessions that are in progress, but also backed up on the drive. Makes it simple to locate, but Spotlight all the way, and then yes. he put that that keyboard shortcut there, Command Space. Thanks, yes. Brandon, for sharing that, and it it really is so quick." Rich, do you remember the name of the application before Spotlight became a, a, as yes. powerful as it is? There was an application that was really—I think it was Quicksilver. Is that right? Quicksilver, and I think um, there was one called like um, there's like a Butler's name, like a like. Oh, that's was, right. Yeah, I, mean, I I forget what it was. G's or something like that. So, so ask like, like like ask G, something something to that effect, you know. Uh, but yeah, I remember Quicksilver. It was yeah, it was very similar to well, to, uh, it, to Spotlight. It was, and it built additional functionality into it. You could, you could build in commands and, and very quickly get things done. But um, Heather, I'm curious. I'll comment a little bit more about the, the significance of Spotlight here in a second. How, how do you search for files and folders, Heather, on your computer? Well, the same way that Rich does, I use Spotlight. But I was going to say, too, that because of our client management uh, system and because of our previously talked about way that we store files on external hard drives and we have a what size document printed to a PDF where we're able to search. There's not a lot that we do aside, like there's not a lot of files on our computer that are related mm-hmm. to our business that are pertinent for what we do on a regular basis that are not part of our um, software uh or part of our, um, you know, just images that we're that we're dealing with, you know. I love that. So, too, I don't feel like I have I have a lot to add in in that in that sense for that reason, though. You okay. know, no, that yeah. that's really great, though. I mean, if if you don't need it, why have it? And uh, in this case, part of honestly. The- Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say part of creating the efficient workflows I alluded, alluded to earlier is getting rid of any moving parts that aren't absolutely necessary. And so I, mm-hmm. I, it's great that you bring this up. Yeah, I feel like the majority of what we're searching for on our computers are actually personal things, fi- personal files and recipes and things like that. So a lot of this, it doesn't <laughs> Rich, pertain Rich, directly to our business. <laughs> like recipes, food. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, well, um, and and really, I think we're kind of repeating ourselves a little bit here. But again, the significance of using something like Spotlight means that a very quick keyboard shortcut um, and even keyboard shortcuts helping us save time, quick keyboard shortcuts, type in what it is that we're looking for, enables us to to very quickly pull up files, folders and applications. And to that point, I'll go ahead and mention and Haley will go to you. Um, I, I think it's really important to remember that file and folder, and we talked about organization of files and folders, especially for the purpose of archiving. Heather, you alluded to that. Um, Name your files and folders logical name. 
so that it's very easy to quickly type that that file or folder name into Spotlight and pull it up. There's no reason to get overly complicated with it. You put the client's last name, maybe their first name, and potentially a date, and and pull it up. Um, uh, or at least, you know, maybe there are two or three folders that pop up as a result, but you can very, very quickly find that data that you need to, as long as you keep a very simple naming structure in place. And so I think that's, that's important, but Haley, how do you search for files and folders? So apparently I am the person you all hate because I, (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I I use spotlight only in instances where I'm like going through trying to find a folder and I can't find it where I thought I put it. Uh, and then that's when I like rely on spotlight, but I mean, the way I have my folders organized is it's, well, I do a folder for every year and then I find it that way. So like I have a, I have a 2018 folder and there's like, sheepishly there. <laughs> well, I, when, y'all were talking, <laughs> when you were talking about that, all I could think of was. There was one time you and I were at a meeting, Nathan, and you were like, well, here, I let me just see real fast. And you went to like, not click, but tap on my mouse pad. And you were like, why do you not have that turned on? <laughs> You're wasting time double clicking. And I was yeah. like, uh. any, any little thing to save time for sure. I'm a little obsessive about it. You know, you spend a little bit of time figuring these things out up front. And then once you, once you implement them, it really does. Even the little things like that, like, you know, two, two finger click on, on the mouse pad, it pulls up a, um, uh, what would you call it? A menu bar yeah. uh, to choose from certain options, whatever whatever window it might be in. Just little things like that, or or just double clicking as as Haley was talking about, just double tapping on the on the mouse pad. Little things like that that save time, less movement, and and that adds up seconds, add up to minutes, to to hours over the span of a year. We talked about that in relation to using a text expander and saving keyboard typing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the, the little things do matter. And it's funny, Rich, actually, it, you reminded me when you were talking about the dock, that, that one of my favorite things when I went from Windows to the Mac was that that magnifying dock at the bottom. And like, I still like to scroll over it just because it yeah. looks cool. Like Windows <laughs> didn't have that. <laughs> yeah, I know. But that that extra time, and it may, again, it may sound ridiculous, but this adds up over time, that extra time to drag the mouse down to the dock in order to open... Uh, an application that kind of stuff adds up when you very quickly can type that keyboard shortcut and and uh, do a quick search. So, and and usually the Mac is smart; it'll start to learn what you like to go to most. So that first application will pop up; it's the one you want. You click enter, the application opens up, and it saves you a little bit of time there. Yeah, uh, Brent- I, I think that's I think that's pretty cool. Uh, where where like uh, I have two applications. One is Chrome, like the uh, the browser, and then I have another application called uh, ChronoSync. And they, they both start with um, with C H R um, and um, and so uh, Spotlight over uh, if uh, if I type in C H it might bring up Chrome but maybe I wanted to want C just to be Chrome and C H to be uh, um, um, ChronoSync right. and so yeah I mean like uh, and and if you just if you if you type in C H it might show show Chrome but it'll show ChronoSync right below it if you pick ChronoSync. It will associate CH with ChronoSync from then on out, and so it will associate C with Chrome, CH for ChronoSync, and you're you're golden, you know. And it learns your behavior and helps you oh, save yeah. time. Yeah, oh, for yeah, sure. It's amazing. Yeah. Beautiful. And Brandon actually commented, and Rich, maybe you can comment on this because this seems like something maybe you would do. But he said, uh, Brandon says, does anyone use tags? Do you uh, use tags? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Especially especially um, for for my jobs on, on hard drives. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I I love being actually to sort through tags. So um, if I if 
if uh, for my for all my my wedding folders, I will put um, an, I think an orange tag in for weddings and and for engagements and for families and for whatever. And so I can when I sort through uh, when I when I when I when I uh, sort it by tag, then it'll you know you know I'll have instead of seeing like a hundred different folders, it'll you'll show me just the the window uh, just the weddings and just the families and just the and I can find what I'm looking for a lot faster that way. So and we did actually talk about this on our Im- image uh, management. Yeah, Brandon, you need to watch it, buddy. Video, so definitely. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. Thank, thank you, Rich. Uh, Haley, yeah. do you use tags as well? I do on certain things. So for our podcast episodes, I tag um, all of the ones that have not been edited. They are tagged red. And then I tag them blue when they are edited and ready to publish. And then I untag them when it's completed and we've moved on um, to more episodes. But then for social media, um, I cull through all of the images that our editors send us to put on our social media pages. And when I first get those, I go through and I'll tag folders that I want to use in the coming weeks. Like I think it's two weeks I plan out um, or I pull images for and I tag portraits as red and then ones I'm like definitely going to use as yellow and then weddings as blue so that I can easily go in whenever I'm planning out. Well, I want wedding Wednesday. If you're, if you haven't looked at our Instagram story today, there's wedding images in there, (laughs) but that's how I pull those. And, out the weeks of content. that's cool and and i should have said this earlier but uh, so forgive me for not doing so Haley works at, Haley's a photographer first of all but then she also works uh with and for photographers edit overseeing our digital marketing so when when she's referencing working with me that's what she's talking about there but yeah. um th- this is this is interesting okay so let's let's go to the tangible and the practical and and by the way thank you for those uh for those of you who are listening in watching live uh, don't hesitate to to comment or share some of your top tips too, and we'll bring those up on the screen. But Heather and Rich, let's go back to you, and uh, I'm curious if you'll just kind of share your your top tips, if you will, for organizing your computer. Just again, we're talking about efficiency here. It's a, it may seem like mm-hmm. a funny topic, mm-hmm. but we're ultimately talking about is efficiency. How can we save time in our workflow? What are your guys' three tip top tips for uh, organizing your computer for the sake of efficiency? Well, um, I put. Um, almost everything in the cloud, um, simply because um, I, I, I can't. I mean, everyone I know has multiple devices. Obviously, you, you know, you have a some lot like Haley has a desktop and a laptop. Mr. Mrs. Rich over there, you know. Uh, um, well, well, the desktop is my husband, so uh, I can't really okay, claim okay. it. <laughs> uh, so uh, no, um, so we have desktop, laptop, um, iPads, iPhones. You know, we all have all these multiple de- devices, and so I love that. I put most of our personal stuff on Dropbox, and then um, it is essential for us to actually um, get iCloud. The iCloud um, to back up. Um, overnight, all of our devices, um, we went over the five gig. And so for, for like two ninety nine a month, you can get like 250 gigs. And, and so and so I actually have more space on iCloud than I have Dropbox. And so, um, and so I put all of our larger, like marketing, um, um, Photoshop templates, uh, all those larger files into, into iCloud. But again, just like Brandon, that allows me to access it anywhere, you know? Um, and so um, we put all and, of and Actually, can I ask you a question about that, Rich? You mentioned yeah. Dropbox and the, the storage capacity. Is that, are you are you not using a, a paid Dropbox account? 
I'm not. I'm not. We are not. Uh, um, so when when Dropbox first opened, it was it was awesome. Uh, <laughs> they, they would um, not many people were using that, and so they would basically if they would give you a link, and you would put it out there in the universe, and anybody clicked on that link and signed up for Dropbox, you would get an extra five gigs or something like that. And so that's what I did. I, I was lucky enough to throw that on the universe. Everybody was like um, using that link. And so I have a- Cause have you're a one lot. of those cool people that's an early adopter, <laughs> right? I know, exactly. So I actually have a, uh, I have a lot, not not 250 gigs, um, but I have, I have enough that uh, that we can uh, you know, store at least our, our personal files. So- And just um, as a little side note for those of you listening who don't use Dropbox, I, I think, cause I, I have a paid account with Dropbox. I think it's like 10 bucks a month. And I think I have a terabyte of, of data mm-hmm. um, that I have, or, I'm sorry, ter- terabyte of, of space that I have access to that I can dump data into. So for those of you who don't use Dropbox, just as a point of reference, um, that's what it would cost and, and how much you get. Yep. Back yep. to you, Rich. And so, uh, and then we have um, our personal- um, photos that we, because we are Amazon Prime members, Amazon Prime will allow uh, you to upload unlimited photos, but they have to be personal. All right. Mm-hmm. Photographers out there, do not do this. They will bust you if you start putting all of your professional photos on there. If they bust you, they'll, they'll start deleting things and you don't want that. So, hmm. yeah, but you can put unlimited personal photos. Up Heather, on, did you on, learn something there too? You sounded very, very interesting. She's like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, use, use other, other like Amazon Glacier for all your professional stuff. We, again, we went through that before, but, but for our personal uh, photos, uh, we use um, Amazon um, Prime and uh, we put all of our personal photos on there. And the cool thing about searching through personal fold of, of uh, photos. photos is that these uh, Apple and Amazon are so smart nowadays. I think they scan the photos and they can actually recognize things in them. So, so if I want to like look for all my photos that actually that are in the swimming pool or water, you just search water and all the photos that have water in them will start appearing. It's amazing. So um, that's what uh, I love about that. I'm a, I don't know. That, that's, that's so off Heather, topic. We, Rich, I know what you're really doing is searching heather and swimsuit so all your yeah. vacation <laughs> pictures you get to pull up those That's pictures of your wife. <laughs> this just took a turn for the <laughs> uh, okay so, so, uh, so and i have to i want to continue to throw up comments on the screen here from our, our listeners and our where our viewers more specifically in this case um our my longtime friend monty did you guys ever have the opportunity to meet monty jessup who worked for pictage for so many years you know i don't think we've met in person Monty, Hi, Monty. Is, Monty is one of the coolest people in our industry. Um, and uh, he's, he says, great info, Nathan, Heather, Rich, and Haley, thanks for sharing. So thanks for listening in to Monty. It's, it's great to, to see you, virtually see you on here. And then Holly just, just said, I'm always, I always back up my raw files to a hard drive while I'm working on a session. Do you save raw files to a cloud? I also have the paid Dropbox, which is great. Do you want to comment on that? Oh yeah, so uh, so um, Holly, I actually will. Um, we use um, Backblaze. Backblaze will will um, automatically send all of my file, my raw files from the current hard drive that I use for weddings uh, for five bucks a month. It will back up everything, including raw files. The only down down thing is after you fill up that hard drive, you start using a new hard drive. Uh, either you had to plug in that old hard drive every once every thirty days, or back um, Backblaze will delete it. Um, which is, um, but by that time, I've um, I will upload all my edited JPEG files to Amazon Glacier, 
and that's how I'll do it. So yes, my current hard drive, um, all my raw files go um, into Backblaze. Uh, everything's backed up. So again, if um, you know catastrophe ha- happens, then I can get back all those all those raw files from my current weddings um, and and all my other shoots. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And and uh, Christian. Uh, or Kristen, rather, I'm sorry, Kristen. Hey, Kristen. Uh, hopefully, we'll get to see you tonight. Kristen Cooper Kristen. signed in. She said, "I had no idea Amazon Prime offered that." Glad uh, yeah. I tuned in. So, yeah, you're welcome, Kristen. <laughs> see, Kristen, the incredible hey, Kristen. value that we can regularly offer you if you just come hang out with us. It's a, it's a good thing. <laughs> she looks like a mermaid in that in that picture of hers. That's kind of cool. By the way, for those of you listening in, you guys got to check out just a quick search for Kristen Cooper. Is yeah, an amazingly awesome. talented photographer here yeah, in the Chattanooga great. area. Uh, make sure you check out her work. Okay. So um, back to, so did you have, did, are those all your tips, Rich? Do you have anything else you want to add kind of to the mix? Uh, time, uh, do the time. If you're on Mac, do time machine. Obviously that will save you a whole lot of time. If, if maybe, maybe I should say when your computer will eventually do something, die on you. Um, and it's uh, nodding vigorously there with a smile as well. That will save you. They'll see you days of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if, if your computer is uh, backed up through time, time machine, you literally get a new computer, plug that time machine in and within like an hour, you're back up and running like all your settings, everything like you didn't even, it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Time machine is amazing. Yeah. So, I think it's um, kind of underrated. Like they, they brought that, that out. It's been probably a good seven, eight years ago, at least maybe more than that, 10 years ago. Um, it is, it is a really incredible tool for, for backing up. I, I will, I'm a huge fan of, of backing up into the cloud as well. Um, so definitely a proponent of, of the workflow that Rich described just briefly a second ago, but that we also, um, described in more detail in a previous podcast. So make sure that you go back uh, into the workflow Wednesday archives. They're becoming archives now. We've been doing this long enough, right? Uh, and, and wow. check out those details. Hey Lee, how about you? What are your top, top tips for, um, efficiently organizing your computer? Yeah, so um, find a system that works. Uh, <laughs> and so for me, I, I'm actually in the process of moving everything into Dropbox. Um, it's taking a while to go through and make sure everything's organized and labeled correctly. And I'm figuring out what files are worth keeping the raw files on because I do have every raw file from every session I've ever shot, which takes up a whole lot of room. Um So that's one thing and making sure within that system that you create, you're organizing them well, because finding, well, unless you're using spotlight, uh, finding them is really important. So I, I do label mine by year and then by photo, like I have a folder of photo shoots um, and then personal. And then like, if there's vacation, all of those. um, I was going to say, Haley, I had to interject here and say that I think like there you have like three or four next actions that you should have jotted down at this point that you can go implement in your day to day workflow just from our episode today. I I am actually planning on it because I don't know why I've never used Spotlight. It's just never been. I don't know. I make the biggest time saver for any for anyone listening in or watching today that that we've talked about. I mean, it's as simple a thing as it is. It really does save an incredible amount of time when you when you look. So much. It would actually be interesting to have. You know, we talked about text expander, um, and for those of you who aren't familiar, I'm trying to think of what episode we talked about that in. Uh, but we'll we'll link to it in the show notes so that you can see what it is. I think it was a communication. It was a it was an episode on communication, I believe. Well, very simply, it's it's a 
tool that enables you to be able to create shortcuts for segments of text that you may regularly type in an email or if it's a signature to your email or maybe it's your address or phone number, whatever it might be. But it tracks the amount of time that you saved not having to type those those bits of text over time. It would be interesting to see a similar feature built into Spotlight um, because I think it's saving uh, people an incredible amount of time just taking advantage of it. But yeah, uh, there, there's, a, there's a similar app called uh, um, Rescue Time. Uh, yeah. And if, yeah, and that and it doesn't do exactly that. I mean, I wish it would got that that precise, but um, but yeah, it, it will actually show you how much time you spent working versus doing other things like Netflix. <laughs> and uh, Not that, that you would ever do that, Rich. I, <laughs> you, you got off to me just the other day. Get off your phone, Rich. Yeah, uh, Heather, Heather posted a picture of of her and Rich having a so called work date. Rich is in the background with on his phone like this, and so was, uh, I had was, to give him a hard time. It, it was a, it was a business thing. I, I promise you. <laughs> Haley, I'm sorry we interrupted your flow of conversation there. No, Please, let's get back to you. I'm going to skip my second one because it. Um, is replaced by spotlight now. <laughs> per- perfect. <laughs> Midway through. <laughs> Change of things on the fly. Um, and then my last tip is if you're not wanting to use spotlight for the real quick things, um, if you're constantly sending something to people, um, for example, I send out our Boca podcast watermark to every person that's on the show and so just to have that real quick to drag into an email, um, it's on my desktop along with some other things that I send out pretty often. So that's saved me a lot of time and having to go and search for it. Um, and those are copies. Remind. Just reminder. having it right there on the desktop, you mean? Yeah, just okay. right there. And if my, you know, if I end up deleting my entire desktop one day, it's still in our Dropbox account. So. Yeah. That's cool. You know, and I was I was just thinking of like even a workaround for something like that. If you had um if you had those folder or those files rather in Dropbox, of course Dropbox then creates a link um it, it, for all the the files that are in the Dropbox folder structure, you could stick that in text expander, create a keyboard shortcut, and now you could just pop that in an email and they could download it from that link. How perfect is that? See, see, Haley, Look at that. See, Haley, Changing Haley. all my tips. <laughs> Ignore me. I shouldn't have come on this episode. <laughs> me or Haley. Oh my goodness. Oh, no, girl. I think I think we all learned from something from this. This is this I is did. a really fun conversation. But um I'll go ahead and just jump in really quick here and and for the sake of conversation and I'll have I'll send a screenshot. Uh, speaking of sending things, I'll send a screenshot to Haley after the um after our broadcast today, and she can put this in the show notes as well. But what I'm going to do, and we haven't done this before, I'm going to try to share my desktop. So if you guys tell me if, if this looks kind of odd, okay. uh, let's make sure I've got, we're going to make sure this works. So forgive any kind of awkward silences. We're going to try this. Here we go. All right. Is my desktop live? Nope. No. Not yet. Okay. Oh, it's, wait a second. Something now we're happened. moving it up. Okay. Oh, there we go. There's. Okay. Can you see my desktop now? It looks yes. so clean. So clean. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> so yes, notice nothing, nothing on the top here. I'll minimize it. We'll pull this away just so you can see I was telling the truth. <laughs> okay. But what I want to show you actually is just the, the folder structure that I use um, for the sake of organization. And this is why I don't have to have anything on my desktop. I do use Evernote. I think we at least alluded to it um, briefly during our conversation. And um, 
Evernote itself, and hold on one second, because I want to make sure. Let's make sure that um, you guys are actually seeing this full screen, because it's if it's not full screen, then it's not going to be large enough. Are we still seeing the desktop? Uh, we are. Uh, yeah, but okay. we're not seeing what they're seeing. So, yeah, that's fine. Okay. I think we've gotten full screen now. So I'll, I'll talk very briefly through this. Um, we talked about Evernote. Um, Evernote is where I put anything that's text related. So documents, receipts, contracts, anything that's text, uh, related goes into Evernote. And I think at this point I've got close to 10,000 documents in there from just years of use. It's a powerful, powerful tool, but as far as actual files, so that's images, videos, or graphics files, Dropbox is where it's at. And so Dropbox, the way that I've got it set up, um, you can, I wish there was a little bit easier way. Maybe I could zoom in here, but um, the, the folder structure that I have here, and again, we'll post the screenshot to our show notes, uh, that the first folder is to do. So if I have any, any files associated with a task on my task list, I can drop that file here and of course access it any and everywhere if it's in Dropbox, through the cloud, through my phone, et cetera. Um, one password, the folder there is just simply a synchronization from my password manager. It, it puts it in Dropbox, so it keeps it in sync everywhere. Yeah, uh, yeah by the way, yeah. one of my favorite apps. Oh, my gosh. We so. haven't even talked about that yet in any of our workflow Wednesdays, and it is incredible. We use one password all the time. Do you? Okay. Well, we oh. may have to. And I'm sorry, everybody watching video right now is not seeing our faces, just my boring screen. But um, Ed, thanks for chiming in, Heather and Rich. And to that point, maybe we'll have to do a, a, a an episode just on our favorite time-saving apps that that would definitely yeah. be one yeah yeah um the apps folder is one the computer has has created our apps have created to, to synchronize data as well so we'll kind of ignore that camera uploads is really great because this this folder is where um i'm automatically uploading uh, or not automatically manually ultimately i'm uploading files from my camera roll on my iphone and uh, so that's screenshots, if I save any screenshots, but then photos. Uh, so basically all my personal photos from my iPhone roll go into camera uploads. And then at the end of each month, I have, actually have a task on my list right now I need to go do for May. Um, I move those, those photos from my camera uploads folder into a folder titled um, iPhone ending. It's going to be June 6th if I do it today. Um, and I store that in iCloud. So all of my personal photos get categorized, organized, and backed up in, in um, Dropbox that way. Data is very simply that. Various data files that I save from different apps from Google or otherwise, um, I, I put in that data folder. Installation files. I know this is starting to get really nerdy already, but um, installation files. This is I started doing this, I think, pre-App Store, where you just downloaded apps from the App Store on your Mac or your phone, for that matter, um, where you would download DMG files from websites and double click on those and it would install the application on your on your computer. But I do have a folder for that. And then multimedia, um, I'll explain that in just a second. Personal is pretty straightforward, various personal files. Screenshots, this is what I talked about earlier. And the reason I don't have screenshots on my desktop is um, I, Dropbox is set up. I have set it up so that it automatically saves screenshots to this folder and I can literally go back. Um, and, and I mean, this is how ridiculous I, I have gotten. I'll just show you this really quickly, but you can see screenshots ending uh, all the way back to the beginning of 2016. <laughs> so I've got screenshots saved all the way back then. And, and, in all seriousness, a lot of a lot of it, uh, or at least some of it anyway, is quite important. So to be able to go back and access those if I need to is is a good thing. Simple Mind, yet again, another data file saved from a mind mapping app that I've used in the past. And Text Man Text Expander is that app that I talked about a second ago. Same thing. Now, just very quickly, that's kind of the basic structure. But I want to break down this multimedia folder because this is where um, we get into kind of the nitty gritty. 
you'll notice the first folder there is audio. And by the way, the first four folders have little stars next to them. And that's just so that um, Dropbox, because it's organizing by alphabetical order, it's, it automatically pushes the folders to the top. Um, but audio is the first one. And if I click on that, then you'll see here uh, podcast. And then I've got multiple pad podcasts that I'm working on. Uh, in addition to some a few random audio files, that's where the audio files go. Graphics. Um, you'll see various graphics files associated with different projects that I'm that I'm working on or have worked on. Photographer's Office, for example, is an, a, a really old app that I worked <laughs> on years ago. It. Um, it's fun to go back and be able to see that kind of stuff. Photo, um, pretty straightforward as well, but photos associated with projects that I'm working on or businesses that I'm working on. Video, the same thing. Color profiles. Uh, again, this is getting a little bit nerdy, but if I create, if, if I use a color calibration system and I create a color profile for my laptop or for my external monitor, I, I can save that, that file manually to go back and quickly pull it up. And that's what that is there. Downloads. Um, that right now is only has one file on it. I think, yeah, a, a Lightroom keyboard shortcuts file that I can just very easily share with people to download if, if they need it. Photoshop Actions, pretty straightforward. Photoshop Actions and Lightroom presets I have saved in that folder, backed up in case I ever need to easily access them. Presentations, pretty straightforward as well. Any kind of presentations that I've done over the years, speaking at conferences or otherwise, I can save in there. And then um, shared PE content. This is where I share content with really nobody else other than Haley at this point. Because I'm working with Haley actively, I can put folders, files that she and I may be collaborating on in that shared folder and actually share that with her. So what happens is that, that then synchronizes to her desktop and, um, and then populates uh, her Dropbox folder with those files and folders as well. So I'm going to come back to our, our regular screen now. I think it's automatically done that. But that is very, very quick version of the way that I organize files and folders on my computer so that I don't have to have anything on my desktop and I can very easily find them. And that's a structure that has been relatively consistent now for really years. Um, so I know exactly where I need to go or I know what I need to search um, in order to in order to pull something up uh, if I want to search it that way through Spotlight uh, to, uh, to the earlier conversation. So that is the uh, gist of it. Was that too nerdy? It, 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 we've, I, we've seen this in action. Have you ever hang out with Nathan? Yes. And, and, and like, like, yes. Um, he's, you're hanging out with Nathan. You like, you mentioned something in the past, like that eight years ago, he'll like pull up his phone and within like 30 seconds, he's like showing you that photo, that photo. I've, and, I've seen him do it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I'm like, wow, what? It would take me yeah. a probably a day to find that. that yeah. I had the exact same photo but it would probably take me a day. Yeah. And it's organized, unless but it has, it's not. Unless it has yeah. water in it. And I can just search for water and then I can find it. <laughs> but, like, but, but. Yeah. Well, well yeah. I, I did have, uh, since we're talking about this, um, yeah. I guess it was about a week and a half ago. It was right after Mother's Day. I had one of my very first client or brides, well, actually as a groom, he reached out to me um, for all of their wedding pictures because he was like, we've moved. I know they're somewhere in our house, but I can't find them. And I really want to do this thing. I'm late for mother's day, but I really want to do this thing, um, for his, his mom, because it was the only time all of his brothers had been together since they were kids. And so it took me like two seconds to find it. And at the time I wasn't using, um, any kind of online gallery and I just uploaded them all to pass and said, if you, 
you know, if you want to download them all, you can pay the $30 because I'm not going to pay for it since it's been however long now. But it was really cool because I was able to find his pictures and that was from 2012 or 13 maybe. Mm-hmm. So. And and to that point, and, and again, we'll link to this in the show notes. We did a previous episode about how we archive our images, but having a system like that, mm-hmm. like Haley is describing now, where that enables you to very quickly go and pull a file makes all the difference to the world, not only for the sake of efficiency of your own workflow, but then of course, the experience that you're creating for your client in that particular instance. And that's really, really important. So yeah. um, Holly, Holly commented uh, just a few minutes ago and said, wow, your desktop puts mine to shame. It's okay, Holly. We're, send, we're all a work in progress, <laughs> including send a, myself. Send a screenshot, please. Just put, put a screenshot. Take <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a screenshot. It'll put it on your desktop. It'll make it even more cluttered than, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, this has been a really fun conversation. I'm glad that we had it. And again, as funny as it seems and maybe a little bit nerdy as it, it may seem, what we're talking about here is making our workflow as efficient as possible for the sake of creating more freedom, more flexibility in our lives as photography business owners. And even the way that we organize our computer can translate to that. So uh, I hope this has been helpful, enjoyable. Thank you to everybody who's listened in and also watched and for commenting. And for those of you listening on the Boca podcast, make sure you come join us live and and come and join the conversation. We love the feedback. We love the interaction. It's been a lot of fun. Appreciate that. Um, Again, facebook.com slash photogs edit, P-H-O-T-O-G-S-E-D-I-T. And then, of course, Boca Podcast, uh, B-O-K-E-H, Boca Podcast. Um, you can find the podcast any and everywhere you might listen to podcasts. But uh, thank you, Haley. Thank you, Rich and Heather, for doing this Workflow Wednesday with us today. Yeah, see you next week. All right, bye-bye. Yes. Thank you so much for listening to the Boca Podcast. Will you let us know what you thought by leaving a review of the podcast in iTunes or the Apple Podcast app? And I'd love to hear from you personally with your thoughts about the podcast and maybe suggestions about future topics and guests for the show. My email is nathan at photographersedit.com. The Boca Podcast is brought to you by Photographers Edit, custom image editing for the wedding and portrait photographer. Visit photographersedit.com. <laughs>